the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Recognizing God's presence crushes the temptation to compromise, puts fears to flight, instills confidence and courage, protects us and our loved ones, and honors the name of God. Remember that faith is living without scheming. That's the lesson we learned today here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely as we turn our attention to the book of Genesis. We're in chapter 26. We'll pick up in verse 8 where we're reminded that lying may be the easy way out, but it's temporary. Lying will never accomplish what we intend and think it will. Truth-telling is always the best way. For the details and more, here's Pastor Layden on today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Verse 8. When Isaac had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked down from a window and saw Isaac caressing his wife, Rebekah. So Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, She is really your wife. Why did you say she's my sister? Isaac answered him, Because I thought I might lose my life on account of her. Then Abimelech said, What is this you've done to us? One of the men might have slept with your wife and you would have brought guilt upon us all. So Abimelech gave orders to all the people, Anyone who molests this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. You notice there's several similarities between Isaac and Abraham. Uh, Just as Abraham stayed in Gerar in chapter 20, so did Isaac. Just as Abraham devised a scheme to call his wife a sister, so did Isaac. And just as Abraham was rebuked by the Philistine king Abimelech, so also was Isaac. Such similarities here can hardly be coincidental. The writer wants us to understand that the lives of these two patriarchs were quite similar. It says when Isaac had been there a long time, so he and his wife had gotten very good at keeping their secret. So then, was it a mere coincidence that the king of all people just happened to be looking out that window of all windows, at that time, of all times, to see that Isaac and Rebekah were engaged in a display of affection. You know, God was bringing about these circumstances to reveal the truth. In Abraham's case, God revealed the truth through a disease in chapter 12 and through a dream in chapter 20. And here he reveals through a so-called coincidence. True believers have a real hard time believing in such coincidences. Now, when we do the math, the Abimelech of chapter 20 and the Abimelech of chapter 26 are separated by at least 75 years. And so some have suggested that we must be dealing with two individuals. And the same must also be true uh, in the case of FICO. Now, there, we can't determine with any certainty one of these theories over the other. 
for instance, Abimelech happens to be the official name of the king of Gerar. And we find that reference later in 1 Samuel chapter 21. But the one-person argument is favored by several things. One is the ethical conduct of the Abimelech in both instances. And if the first Abimelech was followed by a second, looking back on history, how many times has an ethical king, an ethical king, been followed by an ethical king? Not too often. But both of these Abimelechs were ethical. The fact that living to an age of 150 was not rare at this time. The fact that the first Abimelech wanted to take Sarah into his harem, but the second had no intention of it, maybe because of his age. So we don't know for certain, but it's quite possible this is the same Abimelech in both chapters, chapters 20 and 26. The word that's translated various ways in translations Laughing or caressing is actually a wordplay on Isaac's name. It leaves an awful lot to the reader's imagination. But what it's basically suggesting is they were engaging in fun that is not typical of a brother and sister, if you catch my meaning. So the sense of the original word uh, is a term that refers to a display of affection between a husband and wife that is culturally acceptable. It's important for us to to see here that even this godless king recognized that the the sin of one person brings guilt, not only that one person, but us all. One of the men might have slept with your wife and you would have brought guilt upon us all. So Isaac missed the fact that in an effort to save his own life, he was putting the lives of everyone else at risk. So much so that this king protected his people from this guilt by declaring the death penalty upon anyone who would do such a thing. Under fear of death, don't mess with this man or his wife. You know, godless people have no fear of God. So they must be constrained by some other fear. And in these ancient city-states, the word of the king was carried out swiftly and completely. One of the reasons that many people in America have become serial lawbreakers today is that there's no fear of punishment for their actions. Even when the hard-working police do their job and arrest violators, compromised district attorneys selectively refuse to prosecute some. And they go right back out and start hurting others. The ancient statue of justice is blindfolded for a reason. To ensure that just laws are enforced equally and without prejudice. So what an irony here. That that Isaac is such a feeble faith that it takes this godless king to protect them. He is wife and the promise. Verse 12, Isaac planted crops in that land and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. So here's Isaac uh, reaping a great harvest right in the middle of a famine with a wasteland only a few miles away. And it says that he sowed and received a hundredfold. Now, we don't, most of us aren't farmers. We don't have any idea what that, that, that means, but... Uh, This is really quite unusual because the typical yield in a 
very fertile region during a good year is between 25 and 50 fold. So in a famine, he's receiving a hundred fold increase that could only happen because God was at work. Isaac and his neighbors have access to the same soil, the same sunshine, the same rain, but Isaac's harvests are greater than those of his neighbors and his herds multiply more frequently and abundantly. The secret, what is the secret? The secret is that God kept his promise and blessed Isaac in all he did. And later he would give a similar blessing to Jacob. Now this troubles some Christians and and they think like this. They say, wait a minute, Isaac was a deceiver. Um, How could the Lord bless somebody who claimed to be a believer and yet deliberately lied to his unbelieving neighbors? How could God do something like that? Well, we know that God always keeps his word. And the only condition that God attached to receiving this blessing was that Isaac remain in the land and not go to Egypt. He did that and God did what he promised. Now, we say, well, we do the same. No, the situation is this. Our conditions for receiving God's blessings are different than those of Isaac's. God has given us more knowledge in his word so that we know that there is more expected from us. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You've become too powerful for us. And so this increase during the economic decline of others made him incredibly rich and powerful. And so his neighbors became very jealous, understandably. And uh, they decided that he was a threat to them. And a similar situation would occur 400 years later when the Jews multiplied in Egypt. And so they wanted to diminish his ability to grow or they wanted him to go someplace else. And so they stopped up his father's wells and deprived him of the water that was needed to feed his flocks and to water his crops And Abimelech said, you need to go away. And that may have been motivated by Abimelech's fear of Isaac's growing strength. But it also could have been motivated by a realization that Abimelech was no longer able to protect Isaac because his people were becoming more and more jealous. And you know how vicious people can be when they become jealous. So Isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died, and he gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well with fresh water there. But the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen and said, That water is ours. And so he named the well Essek because they disputed with him. And then they dug another well, but They quarreled over that one also, and so he named it Sitna. And he moved on from there and dug another well, and no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehoboth, saying, Now the Lord has given us room, and we will flourish in the land. So he moved from the city of Gerar to the Gerar River Basin and excavated the wells that his father had dug and gave him the original names. Why? Because that was his way of affirming his ownership of the wells that his father had created. When you create something, you own what you create. But no matter where Isaac journeyed, the enemy followed him and confiscated his father's wells and even the new wells that his servants dug. And to find a a well with fresh water, a spring, was a special blessing because it 
guaranteed fresh water continuously, but even the Philistines took that well also. Now, to his credit, Isaac did not respond with anger against those who took his father's well, nor the false claims of ownership for the newly dug wells. Instead, he just named the wells uh, to remi- as a reminder of the conditions of the problems with his neighbors. Essek means contention, and Sitna means hatred. And by the way, it's related to the name Satan. But Rehoboth means enlargement because Isaac finally found a place where he was left alone. He wanted to be left alone and had enough room for his camp and flocks and herds. But the astonishing thing is, is in this time of famine, everywhere he went, he kept finding water and finding water and finding water. And God was blessing him. What an amazing truth to consider that wherever we go, as long as we are faithful to the Lord, he is faithful to bless us. What an incredible concept to consider today here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Well, as we close our time together today, we'd remind you to come back and join us tomorrow as we'll close out our look at Genesis chapter 26. We thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with us here. Trust that the broadcast has encouraged you. If you have questions, comments, maybe you'd like to know more about Church of the Highlands where this program had originated. Visit us online at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Tomorrow, Genesis 26. Join us then for study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.